When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to HeyYA Extra Credit. Every other week, opposite the main HeyYA podcast, we'll bring you a short-form podcast of YA talk across a wide range of topics. I'm Tirza Price, and today I'm going to be talking about two great YA novels in verse to celebrate Poetry Month. So if you're unaware, Poetry Month is celebrated every April, and it has been celebrated every April since 1996. Um, you can go to poets.org for some really great resources and activities, and also a lot of great poetry. So before I dive into my picks, um, let's hear from our sponsor. If you love the show, you're bound to love many of our others. Subscribe to Red or Dead for updates on the world of mysteries and thrillers, or download SFF Yeah for happenings and recommendations in sci-fi and fantasy. Don't miss When in Romance for updates on all things kissing books, or Hey YA, hey, that's us, um, for excellent conversations about young adult lit. We've got a show for everyone. Just go to bookriot.com slash listen for a full list of our podcasts, or simply type Book Riot in the search bar of your podcatcher of choice. It'll bring up our full stable. Your TBR and the podcast-shaped hole in your heart will be full. Happy listening. All right, so I really love novels in verse because it's a really great way to marry like the plot and the narrative of a novel with beautiful language and poetry. And I also think that novels in verse can be a really great way to entice people who are scared of poetry or reluctant to pick up poetry um, into reading them. And so many of the novels in verse that I love actually have a lot of amazing poems within that like totally work as like standalone poems. Um, So if there's any educators out there listening, you can totally, you know, pull up one poem from a novel in verse and use that to study, but also as like a really great entry point into this wonderful medium. So I'm going to be talking about two novels in verse that have come out this year, 2022. And the first one is Lawless Spaces by Corianne Haydu. This is a very timely book. And it's also one of those that does something that I really enjoy in YA, which is bring in stories and perspectives from previous generations. So this book is about Mimi, who is a teenager. She is living in New York City. It's, I think, roughly supposed to be like 2022, 2023, because this book does reference COVID. Um, But it also references COVID as something that's kind of like on the downswing, like people are sort of returning back to normal. So Mimi lives with her mom, and her mom has been a single mom for most of Mimi's life, but the last few years, she has this boyfriend that Mimi does not like at all, and um, this boyfriend does not like Mimi, and it's less that, like, he, I mean, maybe it's both that he doesn't like her, but he also just doesn't like the idea of her, and he is very controlling, he's, like, verbally abusive, he's really mean to Mimi, and her mom just seems kind of oblivious to this. And that's really frustrating for her, because 
you know, she she just wants her mom back. Um, Mimi is also an Instagram influencer, and there's some really interesting um, just takes on like what it is to be an Instagram influencer because she is perceived as much older than she actually is, and as this like sparkly, sunny, got it all together girl. Um, when in reality, she's younger than she appears online, and she's less sure of herself. So the book really gets going when. Um, Mimi's mom, who was an actress before Mimi was born, makes a public accusation um, against a very powerful man of sexual assault. And of course, it like blows up. And she does this without telling Mimi beforehand. So Mimi kind of finds out when the rest of the world does. And that for her is like the biggest betrayal. And then Mimi decides to, you know, have this public response to her mom's accusation and her mom coming forward uh, because she's got this huge platform and people are like, hey, isn't this that, you know, Instagram influencer's mom? And so Mimi has this response that she thinks is supportive, but is, you know, in retrospect, not the best response. And it's really misconstrued. So she's kind of left reeling, having compounded this like already complicated problem has gotten so much more complicated and she really needs her mom and her mom's not really emotionally available for her. So this is really just like digs deep into rape culture, but also what it means to be a girl in the world and how you sort of start self-censoring yourself from a young age and how you try and protect yourself from all these sort of invasions of like privacy, but also invasions of your like boundaries and comfort. And it's really, you know, sometimes hard to read, but also very um, powerful. So as all of this is going on, Mimi's mom gives her a journal for her 16th birthday. And she says, you know, this is just a kind of like a tradition for the women in our family. On our 16th birthdays, we get these journals and we write in them. And so Mimi doesn't really know what to do with her own journal until she discovers her mom's journal and her grandmother's journal and her great grandmother's journal. And then it all sort of starts to come together for her. So I'm not going to say anything more than that because this book is really lovely. It's a really lovely journey that you have to experience for yourself. So that's Lawless Spaces by Corey Ann Haydu. My next pick just came out yesterday, and that is Nothing Burns as Bright as You by Ashley Woodfolk. And I've been like aware of Ashley Woodfolk. Uh, she has two books out and just kind of generally aware that they exist and like wanted to get them on my TBR. But this is the first book by her that I picked up and wow, I was so just blown away by the beauty of the poetry, by the, the intensity of the relationship in this book. It was so good. So this book is about two unnamed teenage girls. Um, they're both Black, and they are best of friends. And their relationship is so intense, and it's so strong, and it eventually becomes more than friends. And they both love each other deeply. They both are sort of misunderstood by their friends and family in their school. Um, they feel like they're kind of loners together and outcasts in their social groups. And they really cling to one another. Some of the poetry that, you know, Woodfolk uses to describe them is just so gorgeous. Um, but as their relationship 
intensifies. It leads to a moment, and this moment is a fire. That's all I'll say about that. And this fire irrevocably changes their relationship. And so we move like back and forth between time, like however many days before the fire to, you know, the days leading up to the fire and then like finally the incident itself. And it kind of creates this like very dreamlike, but very like intense experience of just being completely immersed in these girls um, relationship and their feelings for one another. You know, one of the girls is described using a lot of fiery language and and as like, you know, she's a wildfire in of herself. And then the other girl is more, you know, stormy like the ocean. And I just loved how Ashley Woodfall drew those um, that imagery out throughout the entire book. So this is really beautiful, really lovely. Definitely going to be picking up more books by Ashley Woodfall for sure. But that is Nothing Burns As Bright As You. So that's it for me today. Um, I hope that you pick up either of these books. And if you have any new YA novel and verse uh, recommendations for me, feel free to email me at um, heyya at bookriot.com. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Tirza Price. That's T-I-R-Z-A-H-P-R-I-C-E. And thank you so much to today's sponsors for making the show possible. And of course, thank you to Jen Zink, our audio editor, for making HeyYA sound great. We will see you again next week for the main show. Until then, happy reading. Happy reading.